This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am Pastor Kay, leader of the Lighthouse Church here in Houston, Texas. And to all of you all who are watching from one of our five campuses, those of you all who are watching online, and those of you all who are a part of our Lighthouse 2.0 family, thank you so much for giving us this slot of time in your life consistently every week so that we can go from grace to grace. We are in such peculiar times that it's almost difficult to to hone in on a specific thing to teach uh, because I feel like the people of God are moving so fast and we need so many things. I'm, I'm almost at a loss as sometimes as to what to do. Uh, we've been working over the last few weeks uh, on the ego and I think we're going to continue in that conversation on today because I believe that the inner me is actually the enemy, that sometimes it's the things that are going on inside of you that are affecting the things that you want to see outside of you and taking care of one automatically adjusts the other. So we're getting ready to get deep down into this. I want you to know also uh, that at the end of this, we're going to give like we always do. And they're going to put the given instructions up early because I realize that I've got a lot of messages of people saying, how do I give? And I know that we typically do that at the end. So what I'm going to start doing in our journey is making sure periodically throughout the conversation that we show you ways that you can give. So that way uh, you don't miss that opportunity uh, to reap what you've sown. So they're going to put the instructions up right now as to where you can give, whether it's text to give online, on our website, through our app, uh, through Givelify, the app. Uh, we've just got a myriad of ways where you can be a blessing and receive a blessing. <clears throat> today, I hope to bless you with the word of God. And today's topic um, I want to use for this subject, talk on your terms. That's that's the subject for today. Talk on your terms. Uh, let me open up with this story. In 1934, uh, there was an author named Upton Sinclair who ran for governor of California. This is in 1934. So we're talking about nearly a century ago at the time I'm giving you this message. And in an unprecedented move, instead of uh, doing what typical politicians do, let me tell you what he did. <clears throat> he wrote a book because he was an author and an activist. So he wrote a book and here's the title of the book. He, it was an unprecedented move. He wrote, I, governor of California and how I ended poverty. That was the subject of his book. So he, he essentially writes a book declaring that he is the governor of California and he lays out his plan as to how, listen, not how he will handle poverty, but how he ended poverty. So he spoke in the past tense in the book. I, the governor of California, for a race he hadn't even won, for a, um, for a campaign that hadn't even concluded. He had already written a book about a job that he had and an outcome that he had not yet produced. Now, needless to say, the book was a bestseller, went on to sell an enormous amount of copies. But I want you to listen to me. The book succeeded, but the campaign failed. He did not become governor and he was not attributed 
to ending poverty. In fact, he lost the campaign by 250,000 votes. And I want you to think about that. He writes a book saying that he is the governor of California, that he ended poverty, supposing that means he won. He got his cabinet together. Um, he got all of his legislation pushed through and he won and none of it happened. The book went on to sell mega, mega money worth of copies. Campaign spent millions of dollars and he lost. Now, that's the substratum of what I want to talk about today, because my view of what happened is his talk got ahead of his action. His talk got ahead of his action. Uh, Lao Tzu said these words. He said, those who know do not speak. And those who speak do not know. I got to stop right there because it's early and I am about to set you free. I'm about to liberate you. I promise you, if you if you if you hear me today. You can chalk this one up for the game and say, you know what? I remember th that particular day when I was watching that particular message, my life changed forever. Those, listen, those who know do not speak. And those who speak typically do not know. Now, why am I saying it? Because with all of the outlets that we have today, you got TikTok. You got Facebook, you got Instagram, uh, you got YouTube, you got Snapchat. Y'all help me. It, it may be some I don't even know about out there, right? You got all of these social media outlets with blank pages and blank text boxes, blank text boxes waiting on you and I to fill the void. Like if you go uh, to one of your apps right there. And it's the text box and the little cursor is just blinking, letting you know, I'm just ready to say something. Look at your text message right now. It's, it's, it's waiting on you. Empty text box, just waiting so much so that when you're waiting on a message from somebody else, if you have an iPhone, you got the three little dots, letting you know that they're on the other end, just filling a void, talking, talking, talking. And what I've realized today, especially with this younger generation, is that talk has replaced action. Everybody talking. Everybody's talking. Every time a big event happens um, uh, in the world, maybe there is a shooting or maybe there is um, a Black Lives Matter issue or maybe uh, there is um, a, a run in of races or maybe there is a political problem or maybe there's a war or maybe there's something that is happening in our nation. Everybody rushes to the Internet and starts to talk. You have something that happens at the Academy Awards and here comes everybody's opinion. That is the reason why. That's the reason why. That's the reason why. And none of us really know the reason why, but we're so inundated uh, with talking that we feel like we're, we're subject matter experts on everything that happens in our purview and we start giving our opinion. Well, he don't love her and she don't love him and this and that and, and, and the state needs to do this and the government needs to do this and the president needs to do this. Meanwhile, nobody's doing 
anything. And when I say nobody, I don't mean anybody. I mean, just by and large, we have a lot more talkers than we have doers. We have so many experts, so many ministers, so many activists, so many evangelists, so many pastors, so many bishops, and everybody's talking and talking and talking and talking. But my question for you is not what you, what are you saying? What are you doing? Because, and I hope you're hearing me, we, we seek, um, let me say it this way. We see silence as a sign of weakness. I think you can flow with me on this. Okay, somebody, you post something that ain't got nothing to do with nobody but you. Somebody comes in the comments.